What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Basement Poetry Podcast, where we're about to get to the bottom of some great poetry. You know, I had to record that a couple of times because I kept saying good morning, and I'm like, you know, most of the times that I upload these, it's not morning time. So it probably throws you guys off. I just like saying good morning because things are always better in the morning. I know you night people don't agree, but trust me, I'm right. Anyways, since we're all about being truthful on the Basement Poetry Podcast, I want to let you guys know that I just had to chalk an entire episode of this podcast because I recorded it and then I was like, I'm going to let them hear uh, this poet read for themselves because they have a great um, voice when they read. So I had all the you know commentary leading up to the poem and I'm like, all right, I'm going to let you guys listen. And then because my brain told me that this poem is surely online and I can find it somewhere, I lied to myself apparently and it is not online anywhere. <laughs> so uh, I kind of got, I was stumped and I didn't want to, I wasn't going to do that to you guys. So I was like, I'm going to delete it and then I'm going to read the poem myself. So let's do this. Today, I'm going to be reading from one of my favorite poets of all time. Her name is the wonderful Anne Sexton. And the reason she's one of my favorite poets is because she, um, you know, she was really famous, you know, back in like the 1950s and 60s. And, you know, her works continue to be put out in the you know, into the seventies. Um, but she was just an amazing, um, poet who kind of made famous this confessional, um, tone, tone in poetry. And she, among others, like Sylvia Plath, who is also another, you know, poet I really admire. Um, they both, you know, kind of perfected that in their work. And so, um, yeah she's someone that when I first started reading I was like man I wish I could write poetry like this and I definitely attribute some of you know my becoming a poet um to her you know it is one of those things where I wish you know she was still around today but she um sadly she lost um her battle with mental health issues and um you know but her poetry definitely lives on um even to this day Um, you know, definitely with a lot of people, you know, in our time going through, um, mental health issues. Um, I think her poetry is sometimes even more relevant today than maybe even it was back then. And so I'm going to read a poem of hers titled the double image. And this poem has stayed with me, uh, forever, not forever. I'm exaggerating, but this poem has really, you know, stayed with me since the first time I read it. I might have read it four years ago, maybe. And I was just going through a collection that I had of hers and I saw this poem and it was a long poem. And sometimes my attention span can be really short. And so somehow I made it through this poem, probably because she's an amazing poet and she really kept me. But it's in seven parts. And it basically just details um, her relationship with her daughter. And I, and I hesitate to say her because I know um, in confessional poetry, we're taught not to 
attribute the speaker to the author and so but for simplicity's sake i'm gonna just say her so and if you guys want to crucify me for that go ahead but you know she kind of talks about her daughter and um, her relationship to her daughter but how she also was fighting her own mental illnesses at during the time and how she's fighting you know losing her mother and these and these different things and so um it's in seven parts but i'm just gonna read the last two parts for you to kind of give you the sense of um what's going on here but yeah it's an amazing poem i definitely advise you to read the full poem which is going to be in the description the link to the poem will be in the description um yeah and so that's what i'm gonna do today today is i'm actually gonna have less commentary on the backside of it because i'm just really busy and you know i got school going on right now and there's a lot you know i have a meeting coming up too but regardless i'm just really busy and i want this poem to just kind of be left with you and for you guys to feel it and i gave a decent amount of commentary um in the front end so you kind of get a gist of what the poem is about so you know this is the double image by ann sexton Part 6 In north light, my smile is held in place. The shadow marks my bone. What could I have been dreaming as I sat there? All of me waiting in the eyes, the zone of the smile, the young face, the fox's snare. In south light, her smile is held in place. Her cheeks wiltering like a dry orchard. My mocking mirror, my overthrown love, my first image. She eyes me from that face, that stony head of death I had outgrown. The artist caught us at the tuning. We smiled in our canvas home before we chose our forsaken separate ways. The dry red fur fox coat was made for burning. I rot on the wall, my own Dorian Gray. And this was the cave of the mirror, the double woman who stares at herself as if she were petrified in time. Two ladies sitting in umber chairs. You kissed your grandmother, and she cried. Part 7 I could not get you back, except for weekends. You came each time clutching the picture of a rabbit that I had sent you. For the last time, I unpack your things. We touch from habit. The first visit, you asked my name. Now you stay for good. I will forget how we bumped away from each other like marionettes on strings. It wasn't the same as love, letting weekends contain us. You scrape your knee. You learn my name wobbling up the sidewalk, calling and crying. You call me mother, and I remember my mother again. Somewhere in greater Boston, dying. I remember we named you Joyce, so we could call you Joy. You came like an awkward guest that first time, all wrapped and moist and strange at my heavy breast. I needed you. I didn't want a boy 
Only a girl, a small milky mouse of a girl, already loved, already loud in the house of herself. We named you Joy, I, who was never quite sure about being a girl, needed another life, another image to remind me, and this was the worst guilt. You could not cure nor soothe it. I made you to find me. So that was The Double Image by Anne Sexton. I just love that poem so much, but I just want to, and like I said, I'm not going to say too much, but I would like to focus on that last line where she says, I made you to find me. And it's such a beautiful line when you take, it's such a beautiful line when you take into consideration everything that's happened before that. And you see this woman's um, struggle to have this connection with her daughter and at the end it's just this culmination of why she struggles so much and why she wants this connection with her daughter to work um and obviously you see the struggle with between her and her own mother as well and then the daughter's relationship to her grandmother so it it's just this really great um mirror effect that she does in this poem which obviously creates the image that um it obviously creates helps create that double image that you know she's talking about here but like i said i'm not going to say too much um i hope you guys enjoyed that and definitely go check out this full poem and ann sexton because i promise you you will not regret reading ann sexton's poem she's amazing um yeah and if you really listened closely you'll be able to hear that there were birds chirping in the background And so I hope that happens more often because it's a good touch to the podcast. (laughs) So uh, you guys have a good one. Um, Thanks for tuning in to the Basement Poetry Podcast. Peace. Peace.